0: Hey everybody, this is Nick with Gig Bag Media and today on Gig Bag Chats, we're going to be talking with Todd Anduzzi with the Georgia Small Business Development Center. Well, Todd, thank you so much for joining me today on Gig Bag Chats. I'm excited to, to learn a little bit more about you.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I, I You know, this is a pleasure uh i'm always here for you uh, absolutely
0: yeah no i and i know you and i we've known each other for at least business-wise for a couple of years now or something like that
1: it was uh i think we met in a quit books class which I think we did all, yeah all the things that's all like oh no they <laughs> in an accounting class yeah think,
0: yeah I, get so it. We, I, get I know it. with with gig we um we sort of started really quick had no idea about running a business I joined the Chamber of Commerce here in Noonan, and that's how I met you, is through the Chamber. And tell me a little bit about what you do.
1: Absolutely. I I work for the University of Georgia Small Business Development Center at the University of West Georgia. So the Small Business Development Center are uh, fully funded business consultants provided by the state of Georgia, Georgia to help businesses. I mean, my whole job is to help businesses be successful. And when somebody asks me what I do, that's what I tell them. I said, you know, I try to help a business become successful. And when they ask me, how do I do that? You know, it's it depends on them. It depends on what they need. If they need accounting, like in your case, uh, QuickBooks, uh, accounting uh, specific, or they need strategies or marketing or pretty much anything that we can offer an assistance in, we are there for the Small business to be successful, and when I say we're fully funded, uh, we don't actually charge for our services. We are one hundred percent a no charge service uh, provided by the state of Georgia, so we're fully funded. I don't have to invoice people when I when I did taxes back in the day. I used to, you know, I used to uh, charge people three hundred fifty dollars an hour to do their, you know, to do their work. Now I don't have to do that, and it's really a great opportunity for me to, to assist people where they need to be assisted and we can kind of uh, direct them where we need them to, where we think they should be.
0: So for the, which, you know, we've taken full advantage of that and it has been very helpful for our business. Um, do you have to, do you only see certain kinds of businesses and only ones that qualify as a small business or, or what are the qualifications to be a part of your program?
1: You know, that, that's a great question. And, and of course, it's hard to get in front of everybody and it's hard we definitely, we don't, Handpick people by by no means, but we do stay in the small business range. Now that range is dictated by SBA guidelines, and those uh, those guidelines are actually up to fifty million in annual revenue and five hundred employees. So that's kind of we have to stay under that threshold. Now not not to say that we can't help additional uh, additional larger companies. It depends on their need. They just can't be part of our consulting group. They can't, they can't uh, benefit from some of our consulting. Now, that being said, I have done corporate training through, uh, with Walmart, with their executives through Home Depot, uh, uh, Southwire, some of these other companies that I've gotten in, in front of and assisted them. They just weren't the one-on-one consulting that, that, you've, that you've benefited from. So, you know, we keep the small business. We, we actually have 18 offices in the state of Georgia uh, around the state, kind of uh, assisting assisting businesses where they are. So Atlanta is really, really compact. We have a few offices in there, and then it's around the state.
0: That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about your history. Did you start uh, immediately coming into this, or, or how did you how you wind up doing what you do now?
1: Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's actually a, a great story. It's a, it's a long I – like, I, I do these – I actually teach accounting uh, in the undergraduate level also, in in my in my spare time so um i came about this through the long route like i right out of high school i joined the military i was in desert storm uh for a number of years um when i got out there i actually got into the uh the mining industry so i moved up to boston i helped run my my buddy that was in the military was from a pretty wealthy family and uh, he joined the military because his, uh, his dad cut him off. <laughs> so he's like, well, I go, I'll show you. And he joined the military. About two years later, he's like, I got to get out of this. <laughs> and he, he got out. But they're from a pretty wealthy family in, in Boston. So he needed somebody that he could trust to come up there. And, and I just packed up after after the military. I came back here um, for about a year. And then I just packed up and moved up to Boston for a couple of years and started a uh, 12-year stint in a, in the mining industry like it was uh, it was the you know the heavy equipment operator I got licensed or Msha OSHA stuff like that I actually got recruited down here uh, by Vulcan and uh, I, I didn't work for Vulcan I worked for uh, LaFarge instead because they offered me more money and uh, the whole time I was actually going to school to be an accountant my dad's a, my father was a tax attorney and uh, I said you know what he made good money and that's definitely easier. Easier than the mining industry because it's um, a tough business. It's, it's very well, you know, we, we got paid very well. It pays their people very good. So I, I, I really couldn't complain on that aspect of it. But um, that's, that's what it taught me the most was I couldn't do 12 mm-hmm. more years in the mining industry. So I got out uh, with my bachelor's degree uh, in accounting and management, and I started uh, working in a CPA firm, and I uh, went and got my master's degree in, a, uh, in accounting. And so when this job opened, I was kind of already in that management aspect. I was kind of in that accounting stuff that, in my opinion, that's the basis of, of business is accounting. I'm not saying that it, it, it's the end all be all, but it is, it is very important, especially having good books. And as we saw during this crisis, uh, a lot of the businesses were having problems bringing up their their numbers that they needed to get this relief loans from the SBA, from, uh, from the PPP loans. So they were like, where's my stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. You tell me, where's your stuff? So um, I, I, we saw a lot of our clients that we've worked with that. Such as yourself that are very very smart and very very uh, diligent in their accounting have an easier job with it as in people that really didn't know any of their things their cash flow their burn rate their their different ratios that they could uh, that they could uh, use to get these loans.
0: Yeah, did you have a lot of uh, I assume last year just with all the PPP and the idle loans and all that was that a good chunk of what you're doing is just helping all these companies sort of walk through that process?
1: Especially last year, like we we pivoted from and. I wasn't really paying attention to the, to the news. Uh, uh, so I didn't, it was like on that Friday, I think, uh, March 13th, they were like, well, don't come back Monday. And I'm like, what, what's going on? I mean, what really, what is going on? So, so, you know, I went home and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm, I'm sort of a prepper. So I'm pulling everything out, man, <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm like, is this it? Is this what's going to so happen? Right? Go. I've been waiting yeah. this day. It was, it was kind of funny, but, uh, you know, Monday morning we were doing the zoom meetings. We were doing, we were learning the, uh, the different, um, just how to help people. And, and they were, we met a lot of people that weren't our clients. We were just trying for the first few months it was every business that we could get some information to we wanted to and we wanted to get them uh down the right path and we wanted to make sure they were doing the right things for this because we only thought it was going to be a couple weeks remember the flattening the curve uh, stuff so we're like okay this is what you're going to do this is how you're going to uh you're going to deal with it but then at every turn there was changes and every turn there was new, uh, you know, the CARES app, the, the, you know, there was all these different acts. And, and so every time that they had an update uh, in our organization, we actually had two or three people that that's all they did. were read these laws and help us understand it so that we could go in turn, uh, present the, present to lenders. Had a lot of lenders calling me, had a lot of CPAs calling me, had a lot of different uh, people that were trying to tr- navigate through this mess And we actually had the, you know, I have SBA on my, on my phone. So anytime we had a hiccup, especially at the beginning, we were like, let us know what we need to tell these people and let let us uh, know. And we were, we were dealing with everybody that called us. So it was a little, it was a little stressful there at the beginning. and, And, but you know, we understood that it was stressful for the small business owners too. So that's why our organization was just like, just tell them, tell them this, 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 we started really, uh, I hate to pat myself or my organization on the back, but they did a tremendous job getting this information out. And I had weekly meetings uh, with the different chambers around here, and weekly meetings with uh, lenders and CPAs just to update them on the changes. And then every time it, t- it uh, you know taper off a little bit, and then a new act would come, and then we we're right back into it. Um, you know the PPP, the the second draw, the EIDL, uh, the different you know the different um, SBA loans that they were paying for and the um, deferment and stuff. It was it was amazing. It was amazing. And, and one thing I will say about this administration is that they every time there was a change, it was always for the benefit of the business owner. It was always for the benefit. Now, it wasn't as smooth as they wanted it to be <laughs> at first, but it was just because it was such a huge volume and that they just weren't ready for it. They absolutely weren't ready for it. And who it, who was, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know, I mean, I remember getting those, those weekly emails or Facebook updates and I remember reading it and I just remember going, I'm so glad that you guys are here because looking at the law, I have no idea what I'm reading. So it was great to have that interpretation and advice, you know, it saved us, oh my gosh, so many headaches.
1: It was definitely interesting. I mean, just interpreting it like, uh, you know, the LLC is not available in every state. So when they wrote the law, they, the single-member LLC, uh, they wrote it for sole proprietors. Well, the sole proprietor is a Schedule C. Well, the single-member LLC is a Schedule C. So these lenders weren't given them. They weren't pushing these applications through because they didn't say, they didn't say anything about LLCs. And like, no, no, that, it's give them money. Give me, give me your, uh, you know, your boss because we need to figure this out. And so it was just a lot of confusion on you know just people didn't know, but they wouldn't know that I mean half the people if they didn't they wouldn't know that, so we were able to to give that advice and some of the other stuff with the with the you know employee t- uh, retention tax credit we're doing some some really aggressive accounting, I would say just to try to help people navigate through the
0: Absolutely.
1: uses of those funds with the uh the strategies with those funds because there's a lot of really Interesting things that you could do with them without, you know, being illegal. We don't want, we don't want you to go buy a, like that one guy got, uh, got put in jail for buying that Lamborghini or something with PPP funds. Like, come (laughs) on, man. I mean, (laughs) mean, mean, uh, there's better ways to do this. Uh, (laughs) But it it was interesting and there's a lot of, a lot of cool, uh, cool things that we're able to do. But you are absolutely right. Right now, um, it's tapered off a little bit, but, last year and in the beginning of this year it was mainly just getting the information out and helping people survive through it so
0: i know one of the other things that the the small business development center does where we actually met was you guys do a lot of classes about lots of different things you know and i know you teach you teach a lot of the or the accounting ones with quickbooks what are some of the other types of classes that you guys offer that are and these are open to anybody right
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we're open to anybody. For profit businesses. I did want to say that the uh, the for profit businesses that we work for, but we actually assist every bit. Like I said, that you're not going to be my client if you're not for profit. But I don't want you to make mistakes, so I will point you in the right direction uh, for people that just be- specialize in not for profits. Same thing with the bigger uh, the bigger customers. If I can't help you, you know, we'll point you in the right direction. With the classes, the classes, anybody can show. I mean, anybody can, can come in. And, and I do I do a lot of uh, statistical. I do a lot of accounting, um, but more managerial accounting and not like tax accounting. or Right. Um, but it's for business owners. The other thing that I do is I went back, and uh, I'm actually working on a master's in psychology. So I went back and oh. got my bachelor's in psychology, and I do a lot of team building stuff with the uh, – With the military in Desert Storm, I had the distinct opportunity to say that I've actually trained with uh, both SEAL Team One and SEAL Team Four during Desert Storm, and I've seen what they. That's going to be interesting. Well, (laughs) they are the pinnacle of what I consider a team, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: and just everybody going to the same through the same door at the same time, going the same direction, and then you take the mining industry where back in the day they used to hire prisoners. I mean, literally prisoners to go. Uh, break stones. Well, the mining industry has what I call not the epitome <laughs> of what a team should be. So I have a range of probably the, not the worst, I can't say the, the worst, but the most fluid in the... <laughs> I don't want to be bad. I don't want to say you know bad things about, but they weren't the best team out there. But then the SEAL team, they were the the epitome of what a team should be. So I have that range, and I do a lot of team building stuff, a lot of leadership development stuff, a lot of uh, psychology development through the generations, different generations and stuff. And that's what I'm really, I'm really passionate about because that you build a good team, and there's really not anything that they can't do. If you get a little bit of knowledge, then they're going to get it done, uh, regardless of, of uh, how much knowledge they have. We do marketing. We do websites. We do everything under the sun our organization does. I mean, we've done some social media stuff, um, and I learn every day. So, so if, there's a cl- uh, if there's a class that somebody wants, like a gold building or, or uh, social media or LinkedIn, I'm going to probably find somebody that does it or learn it myself. And we're going to have a class. And we're, going to, we're going to learn uh, from each other.
0: Well, I know from personal experience, you have helped uh, gig bag media a lot in setting our goals and figuring out how to send an invoice. And, you know, even now we're working on on trying to, to target some customers a little bit better in our marketing strategy. So, uh, and, it, and it, the amazing part is it doesn't cost us anything. You know, it's, it's beyond helpful at a, at a at a fantastic cost that I can easily afford
1: <laughs> yeah right um, I mean we've had some great conversations and one thing I do like uh, you know it's it's confidential so I if if you had not brought it up I would never have uh, have brought up that we're uh, consulting but I'm not going to give away any trade secrets or anything like that but we've had some great conversations. Conversations, and you guys uh, are—you know—Gig Bag. You guys are very intelligent guys, Uh, but you're willing to learn, and you're willing to say, uh, you know what? I don't know. What do you think? And uh, man, everything I say isn't gold. I mean, as I said, I learn every day, every every day. So um, I'm not going to push you down a path that's not going to give you the results you want, uh, because you know that it doesn't. Nobody nobody benefits from a small business failing. Or from uh, somebody not getting uh, not getting something they need from especially a government entity. So uh, we we're definitely, we're definitely somebody that's going to say, look, man, I apologize if that was that was something that we thought we were doing. Let's pivot, let's, uh, let's bring somebody else in and let let's, let's uh, attack it from a different angle.
0: Perfect. Well, Todd, I appreciate your time today and I look forward to our next meeting.